0: But that's your opportunity. You're in a culture there now where your culture, your behavior, your calling in Christ and the visible evidence of that can make a real impact and can distinguish and can start to speak to that culture. You know, this isn't, you know, what Jesus or God requires. It certainly isn't even healthy for this culture or this group. And so we're calling you to this.
1: You are listening to the Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for the American church and its leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Our focus today on episode 37 Taming Tigers and Infuriating Sheep. Now, hear your hosts, Chet and Greg. Hey, Guest Tony. What? Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Wake up, Guest Tony. Hey, the other day I asked the uh, my banker to check my balance, so she pushed
0: me. What do you know? Sorry, it's okay. How did you do? That's
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I survived. It's all good. It's all good. Yep. Yeah, our our topic today is church culture, and I guess what we kind of make of uh, of the world, if you will, in our church world and stuff, and. Uh, the, the, the quote comes from uh, Thoreau, okay? Thoreau, who said, it is not part of a true culture to tame tigers any more than it is to make sheep ferocious. So, um, so there you have that. Okay. okay. We could just conclude now. That's pretty deep right there. <laughs>
0: Henry had some opinions. <laughs> Henry has
2: some opinions, okay? Right, cool. He's like, don't you make me into something I'm not, okay? And I think some of that independent... Yeah, I've been listening to uh, uh, a podcast on that very topic. Okay, some of our individualism and some of our independence has come out of this, out of Thoreau and some of his some of his writings. Okay, his influence. But let's let's start by the defining culture. How do you how do you define that word?
1: Because we mm-hmm. use it a, we yeah. use it a lot.
0: We do uh, use it both in the church and business context. Mm. I mean, business is it it. Um, Uh, And I'm sure you've heard this quote before, culture, each strategy for breakfast, and Mm. all this other kind Mm -hmm. of um, really, I think, attention paid to and respect for culture in an organization, any kind of organization, community, family, church, business. Mm -hmm. Um, I typically, or I have at least over, certainly from the business career side of things, um, interpreted culture to be the way we do things around here. Yeah. You know, we were just talking a minute ago about, well, do uh, you know, it's part of your culture to make sure everybody's happy. Is it important for your culture to make sure that there's (laughs) no inkling of disappointment or um, uh, or is that something that can um, be tolerated or accepted in in an effort to move forward or change or whatever? Yeah. Um, So those are some of the, I think, cultural attributes, perhaps, of different organizations and, um, different communities. Um, uh, you know, you can have kind of an inviting cult co- And I mean, this is just almost atmospherish, yeah. really with regards to some yeah. qualities, inviting, accepting, encouraging, right. or, um, certainly toxic, not one you want to aspire to, but yeah. sometimes yeah. can if happen. You ever been part of a
2: toxic culture?
0: I don't think I. Ha- I've been pretty fortunate in my career, pretty blessed. Yeah. That I haven't been a part of a toxic culture. Um, now I have seen some toxic uh, leadership oh, or management. Yeah. Not yeah. leadership, I should say management. Yeah. Because it hasn't occurred uh, in any of the organizations I've been in at the top. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. has occurred That's in good. the bu- in the building or in the in the organization. Uh,
2: the the position that I held before I came to hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, I'm halfway proud to say that we got my boss fired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it was, it was a toxic yes. environment with a capital T. Yeah. Okay. And, um, I first went to the, the president of the organization and said this, i'm working for this gentleman and it's just not working Mm -hmm. he's offending these people that work for me Mm -hmm. and this is just not it's just not healthy and Mm something and and his reply was i know i know i'm I'm aware of it i know blah blah and so i don't know We went months more okay and finally went back to him again and said um listen um uh, I've got people that are ready to quit sure and I'm ready, I'm ready to quit sure I mean, this is it's just it's just not worth it mm-hmm. and um, so hey to his credit he let the guy go mm-hmm. I mean because basically there was an uprising. Sure. It took an uprising yeah. okay to change the to change the culture mm-hmm. you know but uh, and it's sad that that it takes that kind of you know, that difficult of a stance, okay? Those kind of things for, for you know change to happen and stuff. Yeah. So talking about church culture, we certainly we don't we don't uh, <laughs> we don't experience of that in church culture, do we? Uh, which part? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> 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 is there an e well, there's for all uh, of the above? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: where there's people, there's yeah. uh yeah, yeah. all yeah. of that. Yeah. And uh and there's certainly people in the church, thank goodness.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so but the, the whole culture of trying to make everybody happy and uh trying to please people and
0: and I don't th- you know, at the end of the day, is there anything wrong with trying to make people happy? Hmm. Not a thing. No. No. I mean, you want, I mean, Obviously, you want people happy. You want them energized, motivated. You want them involved, engaged. Right. All of all of that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's just whatever, whatever is being asked to achieve that kind of um, goal or that kind of objective, and what you might have to give up in order for that to occur. Because, I'm sure that in, um, and and I've you know seen this for sure is, you you can. Have, you, you might have to adopt a culture that allows for perhaps not as much development or not as much change or not as much perhaps even ministry if that culture doesn't support it or if there's a sufficient amount of whatever, unhappiness yeah, that, yeah. Um, that occurs. So, um, you know, sure, engagement and loyalty and you know keeping people in the church and keeping people in the body— is important, but it always comes at some, perhaps, cost. Do you, as a
2: businessman, do you have a greater advantage at demanding that loyalty or that, uh, uh from from people that work for the organization i mean because because the rub the mm-hmm. rub with the pastor sure. is the rub with the pastor is it's all volunteer it's all volunteer <laughs> you know and in fact i don't give you a parking spot there's yeah. no you know yeah. there's no mm-hmm. profit sharing there's no retirement yeah. plan i'm going to ask you to give your money and stuff sure. and so it's all and and people can just they can just do you have any more or not? Or is that just a misconception?
0: Well, no. I mean, there is an element of that in which people don't like to go look for jobs. They don't mm-hmm. like to lose their jobs. They mm-hmm. So, I mean, whatever leverage you think you might have to compel yeah. certain behavior or... Um, uh, you, you you wanna you wanna be careful with that. Yeah, because yeah. At, at the end of the day, just in as in your example, people were ready to leave. Right. And, no, we were, and, and there's they a were serious. there's a price point. Yeah. And and besides that, you don't wanna get to the point because there's so much there is so much to be gained from a group that isn't dealing with that just before they leave. You want them you want them to stay and you want them not worried about that and being productive and working at their job. So even if you do have some leverage, that can't be the thing that you exploit in a sense right. to make sure that well, okay, maybe they're not gonna go looking for a job. You want them productive and engaged and motivated. And so even getting close to the point where they're ready to leave is not a good place. That's not a good place to be, is it? Is the church exempt from
2: secular culture?
0: No. No. Not not exempt um sensitive to aware um i mean uh, i'm not sure engaged is maybe the right word but it could be um depending on what the what that is but it's not exempt it lives in whatever culture it's in and whether that's in communist china or whether that's in the u.s or whether that's in eastern europe or wherever it lives in that culture and it has to take account of it and has to understand it um uh, and then it has to, you know, we, um, Book of Titus is a good book about uh, <laughs> Paul kind of really takes the Crete culture to task. Right. You know, um, I forget what language to use, but it was kind of like they're all liars and stuff <laughs> like that. And he says, and this is a true saying. <laughs> and, but then he goes on to say, but that's your opportunity. You're in a culture there now yeah. where your culture, your behavior, your calling in Christ and the visible evidence of that can make a real impact, and can distinguish, and can start to speak to that culture. You know, this isn't you know what Jesus or God requires. It certainly isn't even healthy for this culture or this group. Right. And so we're calling you to this. Yeah. So, um, so can't be can't be oblivious to it. Um, how much you engage or how much you even kind of accept of it. I suppose it's probably the more difficult part well, to figure out. And
2: Brandon, mm-hmm. you, cause we were talking before we started mm-hmm. recording about this, about the, the up question to that, mm-hmm. which Greg brings up is, is so how much do we embrace then? Okay. Cause there is no doubt. I mean, I think that of the questions I wrote for this week, <laughs> that, one, <laughs> that one was not one of my stronger questions. Okay. Okay. You know, do, do, you know, <laughs> Of course we're influenced by culture, okay? Yeah. And, and, of course, we even think the way we process the world and think about ourselves, okay, is in light of where we live mm-hmm. and who you know, what's around us. And mm-hmm. so, but, but how much should the church embrace culture? What, well, you were saying something about that.
1: Yeah, I was talking about um, the metaverse. And if anybody's listening that doesn't know what that is, it's Facebook's uh, virtual reality world. Yeah. You put on a, a set of virtual reality goggles and connect to your computer and sit in your chair and, and, and I'm um, air quoting, yeah. move around the world. <laughs> Le- leave this world. Uh, leave this world and go to your, go to an own, your own Mark Zuckerberg created world. And, oh my. Yeah. Um, Life Church had, uh, a, a church service there. I don't know, a couple months ago, I think it was, sometime before Christmas. Yeah. And, um, my first thought as a thirty-year-old millennial was, "Oh man, that's so stupid." But then I started thinking about it more, and if the church—wait, wait wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait—okay,
2: wait, <laughs> you're the young guy in the room, okay? I am, and, and I'm the and tech you guy. You thought that was stupid. I did. That was okay. my first reaction. Okay. I was like,
1: "Oh man, like that's—they're trying to replace—they're trying to replace church. They're trying to replace in-person gatherings." But the more I thought about it, they're not. They're—I it, think it's a mission field. I think if that's where the world's going to be, which they are, like we've we've seen so many people log into the metaverse and spend hours and hours on there. Like they'll work their eight-hour jobs, or maybe they don't work and they just spend eight to ten hours a day in the metaverse. That's where the church needs to be. The big C church needs to be there as missionaries, spreading the gospel to these wow. people in any way they can. Wow! Like if if maybe they're never, maybe they'll never come into a physical building, but they're walking by this life church. "Quote unquote campus in the metaverse, yeah. and maybe they'll try it out. I don't know. Yeah, and maybe that's how they hear about Jesus. That's, and if if it yeah. changes one life, you know, <laughs> oh
2: man, that's crazy. It's <laughs> oh, crazy man. to
1: think like that. That could be the future.
2: I'm having a moment over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really right. am. I'm like I'm like kind of. I just realized just just how old I I am. Yeah. Okay. Just how foreign
1: all of that, that you mm-hmm. just spoke. Just well, really I mean, sounds. To I'll, me, I'll try you know. and translate it to you. So if if someone <laughs> Please do. <laughs> you know, okay. if someone reads a stone tablet, no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could be the same as, as someone um, is shared a Facebook link or a YouTube link. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's how they hear about Jesus. Yeah. And then they get connected to a church. Yeah. And like, ultimately that's, and as a millennial tech person, sure, I still believe that you can never replace in person in-person relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Everything has to come back. I mean, you have to be you have to see people's facial expressions. You have to be able to to read body language to and just, nothing can replace that. I don't think anything's ever going to replace that. So if it but if it can if you can get them in the door, even if it's a fake door yeah. in, a, in a metaverse. An imaginary door. An yes. imaginary door.
2: I think it's a start. Yeah, that's interesting cuz and and I'm I, I'm going back in my mind to days of pastoring i pastored a church with a lot of mixed ages older folks and stuff and the older i get the more i realize how much i was asking them to stretch okay Mm -hmm. and to adapt you know and and i think i think adaptability is one of the characteristics that we have to have as believers Mm -hmm. okay and i think it's you know but uh you know, as you as you explain those things, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, it, it, I find them I find them almost stressful. Mm-hmm. That the that the world is changing that quick, that it brings a it brings a
0: level of stress.
1: Yeah,
2: you
0: know. But to, what isn't? Yeah, and maybe then the part is well, what doesn't change in mm-hmm. that mix. Yeah, the medium might change, Mm -hmm. you know, the technology certainly will change, the Mm. structure of maybe at least some part of the relationship changes, or the place of the relationship changes, but, um, you know, going back to your original question, which is the values, Yeah, what are the values, what are the Christian, big C, little c church values that carry into that experience, or that we present in that experience, Mm. those are the things... um, And I know that there's some fuzziness at the edges there. People have different opinions about, well, is that a value or is that a medium or a method or whatever? Right. But, and is there something about the method or the medium that, you know, um, either limits or affects um, how you present that value? But, you know, that culture, which is very value laden is the part where you think, okay, well, how does that happen, either in the business world or in the church or in the universe. And
2: I think there's some guys, there's some people out there, certainly, that would question whether or not it's even a value, or is it just simply the latest, greatest trick to somehow be, you know, relevant mm-hmm. and the coolest thing, you mm-hmm. know, and... Uh, And you always kind of face that. Yeah. And if
0: that's the motivation, um, as a value, that might be different than just simply, oh, we recognize this as a place where people gather and we need to be there. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: That's good. That's good. Well, I, I, I enjoyed the topic. I mean, it stretches me. That's for sure. Okay. You know, old dogs can learn new tricks. All right. That's encouraging. There's a
0: value.
1: (laughs) Hey, I enjoyed our talk today. God bless. Enjoy the week. Thank you for listening to The Resolute Podcast. If you want to check out the show notes from today's episode or want to learn more about joining a cohort, go to decisionmentoring.com. The Resolute Podcast is available every Thursday wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss new episodes. And finally, please consider rating us and sharing this episode to help grow the ministry of decision mentoring and The Resolute Podcast. Thanks. See you next week.